Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. No, no, you know, no, no word yet. You know, Pickett's still in the concussion protocol, and uh, I'll wait for that you know, to hear from Coach on that. And exactly so, Max. Uh, you know, that's again Mason talking about the fact there's no word yet, and... Uh, they're just proceeding. They're going to split some reps. Or I would think that they're going to do what they did yesterday. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll go from there. Um, it's still interesting to me where Kenny is in the, the whole concussion protocol because if you go back to uh, his first one, that was, uh, you know, what was it, uh, eight weeks ago or something like that, um, he yeah. was able to work the week after um, while he was going through the protocol. You know, which tells you it, it – you know, the the ding was not that big a ding. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it, it was. And this one obviously was hit a little bit different. I hate to use the pun there for hit. Yeah. Um, but but it, it was something where Kenny came off and he went to the tent, then he came back for the next series, and then he got pulled. So this one was a little bit different than that one the first time. So, you know – definitely one that needs to be monitored a lot more closely right because that hit was was a little bit more vicious you know kind of he kind of he got dumped on that one he kind of got scoop slammed on that one um but you know and i'm surprised there wasn't a further look because you know he got driven into the ground you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. that's something i thought they're trying to protect against but you know, I, I digress. I, you know, it's the league for the league to handle. I'm sure Mike Tomlin submitted that video with some uh, with some very choice and stern words when he uh, submitted that to the league. So, but it was just, you know, that's just a frustration about it. It was, you know, you hate to have seen that. And at the at the point in the game, you lose them so early in the game. Um, that was something that you know they luckily rebounded a little bit from, but just wasn't enough in the end. Well, we're going to open up the phone lines. It's 412-919-1316. One of the questions I'm asking out there is, who do you want to see maybe being featured, or who do you think can step up over the course of the next month? And give us your opinion on, you know, like for me, I want to see Mark Robinson. You know, I want to see Isaiah Loudermilk. And I know, Max, you got some guys you probably want to see too, but there's some guys that, you know, you look at and you think, can they be contributors? You know, because I look at Robinson and you go, well, you know, he, he could 
pay some rent on special teams. I mean, he's one of those special teams bodies that could get the job done. Um, what's the possibilities of that? You know what I mean? Uh, so I don't know. Um, that's just something that we can look at and kind of kind of get a little grip, a little gription on, shall I say? Yes, grip, gription is always good. You got to have your you gription, know? man. Yeah, exactly. Because you need you needed to stick. You, needed it to, <laughs> you know who to apply who? to meld? Yes. <laughs> you know who I first heard that from? That was from Keith Willis way back in the eighties. <laughs> Yeah, listen, but it's such a great versatile word. It is. You know, you know, because it can be applied in a multitude of different ways. You could be referring to your cleats on the surface that you're playing on. Correct. Right. It could also be to guys sticking around from year to year, you know, get, you know, gain a little grip instead of traction. I mean, it, it's a good <laughs> replacer word. I'm not, you know, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of grip So, so we'll take it from there. Well, but, it's... um, <laughs> It's All like, right. who was it that ran around the corner and just danced up the sidelines? I was trying to remember. But I, I almost said, boy, he was griptionated there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's just using the past well, tense because he got north and south around the corner. Well, I mean, Jer- Jerome in that Chicago game? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. That would have been a good one, right? When yeah. Because, you know, he was the dancing bear on the sidelines, right? Yes. Tight rope walking extraordinaire. Yep. He would just get that. But then be able to come back to balance – and then drop the shoulder into a defender and blow him over. Oh. You know what I'm it, it, so you know Jerome had Jerome had excellent gription along the sidelines. That, oh, there, he, there did. There, he there, did. He did. There's man. the sentence we can use. There's a <laughs> sentence we can use. Oh, by the way, uh, one factoid I wanted to point out about Gentry and I just I, I didn't realize it yeah. until I I realized I missed it in my notes there. But when he was doing a high school quarterback thing, he threw a ball yeah. they 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 measured it out 74 yards. Quite the arm Ooh. there, huh? That 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 arm, that's a cannon. That, that is a cannon, registered. man. Seventy four yeah. yards. That's wow. a Schnoz rocket right there. That is that is that, <laughs> wow. Listen, and here's and full disclosure. Like I used to go out, you know, pregame when I was a right. player, and this was my thing, even from college. And I go out, I do my pregame warm up, but then I'd have to throw the football. Um around a couple times right uh just because it was like just habit you know what i'm saying like you know the ritualistic nature that we have for warming up like a warm-up wasn't complete unless i was tossing the football around oh Um, really see i never touched that thing i never we never went out early you know we just hung out in the locker room afraid of the you can't be afraid of the football wolf (laughs) even though you're not your job designation and your job title does not say touch but if you get into a fumble situation you know, I'll bad. never forget this. So, so here, so here's story time, real fast. Um, so it was my, it was my, saw, junior year. It was my junior year. Sorry, it was my junior year, and we are at Auburn. Okay. And we're in a tight game, very similar to the Steelers one. We had the ball at the end of the game, and we 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 had all verticals trying to throw a Hail Mary. Well, um, Rex gets Rex Grossman was our quarterback. Rex gets forced out of the pocket. And I'm blocking, I'm blocking. He throws the ball backwards. Say what? Every, li- every lineman's nightmare, right? <laughs> I pick the ball up. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to try and chuck this thing. Bad news is, Wolf, I have, you know, the thumb cups that you put on and then you tape them up. Right, right. 
I have thumb cups on. So guess who can't grip the football? This guy. Yes. So what do I do? I decide, you know what? I can run it and then I'll pitch it to somebody. Oh, no. That is the idea that I had in my head. I'm running it. Now, mind you, this is like 85 plays into the game. Right. My legs okay. are jello. My mind is sharper than my body is right now. <laughs> and so I'm running and I'm like, there's nobody to toss this ball to yet. <laughs> so I'm still running. I look backwards and, and <coughs> sorry. And one of my best friends, Shannon Snell, is behind me. I turn to look at him, and he gives me that look off. Mm -mm, don't throw it to me. <laughs> uh -uh. <laughs> and then I turn forward, and I get my legs completely chopped from underneath me. Oh. And it was spectacular. I went over, end over end. You know, like like you see in those Highlander games when the guys have, like, the big logs and trying to yes. balance it in their palms, and then they try and flip it. Yeah, that's what happened to me. And, but you know, you know what the final stat line was, though? What's that? I led our team in rushing that day with two <laughs> yards. <laughs> Wait a minute, two yards? Two yards, two whole yards. Wait a minute, because he threw it, because because Rex threw it like ten yards behind the line of scrimmage. Oh my goodness! So, so I had to run those ten yards to get us back to oh. zero. Oh, you poor man! <laughs> you know, ten whole and yards. Then, yeah, and then I got two yards beyond that, and then, and then just got. Complete, completely just timbered. Um, it was – and so, yeah, so if you look back on that Auburn game, we were in Jordan-Hare Stadium, and I, I, I'm i on the stat line and rushing, rushing, Max Starks, two yards. Two yards. Well, <laughs> so you're like my brother. Stat. If you need two yards, I'll get you two yards. If you need yeah, four exactly. yards, I'll get you two yards. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. It just depends on how far behind the line of scrimmage you're throwing it. But there I'm you good go. those two. I'm good for two positive yards. <laughs> <laughs> One time we were playing. Uh, let's see, who was it? It was Tampa Bay. It was Hugh Green. I think it was. I think it was Tampa. I think Hugh played. Yeah, and we ran a screen pass, and Teddy Peterson was the left tackle. I'm the left guard, and Mike Webster is the center. And we go out there. Webby takes. He's got the nose tackle lined up. Ted goes out there for the kick out, and the ball is fumbled by the back. Right. Teddy picks it up, and that was his first mistake. His second mistake was he tried to run with it. And as he picked it up and turned to run with it, because his back was too, you know, upfield, um, he turned around and Hugh Green had a 10-yard run at him. Hugh Green was a defensive end, played for uh, Pitt here, and then uh, played had a number of great years in the NFL. But he hit Teddy so hard. <laughs> you know one of those Doppler hits, you know, where the, the, the sound goes from one ear to the other, as Tunchilkin used to say? You know, I was like, yeah. you know? <laughs> and, yeah. and Teddy's laying on the ground, and he's groaning, and Mike Webster's standing over him as Hugh Green walks away, and he goes, Teddy, Teddy, don't you know you're just supposed to fall on the ball? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing trying to run with it? Thanks, thanks, thanks. I, it's like it's like I appreciate that. In this moment, you wanted to point that out. Yeah. I really appreciate. Yeah. I all can't of your feel anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, I'm a little numb I have, right now. I have no legs right now, and you want to talk about my running? Thank you. Yeah. You're gonna sit there and critique my running while I'm sitting here and I'm just got plastered. Oh man. Yeah, ex ex exactly. Yeah. No, that's just. That's no good. 
But yeah. okay. But anyways, yeah. Moving maybe, along, give me somebody yeah. that maybe you know you you want to see step out and start to step up a little bit. You, you know, a guy I would love to see step out and start a little bit. Connor Hayward. I'd yep. love to see more meatball. I want to see he, he could because in the last two weeks he's come up with some very big grabs. He has touchdown down in Atlanta, yep. and then of course that one in the red zone to set up the Pratt Fryer move touchdown. Um, that I mean, it, it was like a skyscraper grab. You yep. know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was, it was a huge. I would love to see Connor Hayward get some more opportunities. Um, does that mean 13 personnel? Well, that, then that just means 13 personnel. <laughs> yep. You know. Load the big bodies in there. Let them know you're coming. And guess what? Honk the big rig horn too on the way. Let them know. Let them know we're coming. I would love to see Connor um, with, with a couple more opportunities. I think he. I think he's just. He's done such a great job. He's so versatile. You know, being able to play that fullback, right. H back slash tight end position. You know, he's a willing blocker, but yep. also he's an, he, he's a, he's a really good pass catcher as well. Um, I would love to see Connor get a shot. Uh, let me also remind our listeners that want to call in the phone line number, because I know we'll tease this 412-919-1316 so that you can call in. I mean, obviously we have a lot of regulars that listen, so they know the number. They probably have it programmed in their phones, but for any new ones, we wanted to make sure I got that out there as well. Very we good. also want to hear their input on this, but, uh, but Connor Hayward's one. I think I, I'm in agreement with you, Wolf, about Mark Robinson. Um, I thought what he did in the preseason you know, obviously was enough to keep him on this squad and and protect him from anybody else poaching him off the practice squad. But I would love to see some live action because I feel like he has he has edge rush capabilities from the linebacker position. And being a former running back like a Miles Jack, he offers a very different perspective. It's very unique. And I would love to see him get a chance to kind of put that on display mm-hmm. and see if he could put his hand in the pile and help us win. Um that would be a that so those would be my two one offense and one defense. You know, I was intrigued. What, what do you think of that? Well, I'm intrigued by Connor. You know, I mean, the more you watch Connor Hayward, the more you get intrigued with his skill set. That is so, you know, it's got a lot of variety to it. You know, as what well, you know, because you think about it, Derek Watt, I think, is going to be a uh, free uh, free agent next year. Um, he Connor could also suffice to fulfill that position too. You know, because he could he could be a lead. Uh, fullback he could be an h-back he can be an inline tight end any of those things he's capable of doing you know and i lo- you know i i hope he does, he's not offended but but you know the meatball express that was that was amazing down in atlanta to see it was amazing last week when he went up high and made that grab he has got some god-given excellent pass route running capabilities and, and sensibilities he does a nice job i mean he just seems to find those gaps and you got to me you know i, I like what you say because i think he can be a contributor and he is a contributor on the special teams as well so certainly i think that's something that uh you know bears um you know watching over the, the coming month and i again i go back to you know more of george pickens um pickens has got an opportunity down the stretch here where i think it's you know, he can really stamp, uh, you know, himself as being a rising superstar. Yeah, no, I, 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 th- I think he can, and and it, it's, you know, when when you're talking about your rookies, you bring in, right? This is that time of year where you want to kind of see how they project into the future. Mm-hmm. 
And so that's why I think with us mentioning a lot of these, a lot of these names come down to really rookie guys um, and seeing how you've utilized and deployed this recent draft class and what they're doing in the season to help the team. I think that's always one of those marks we're always looking at. Okay, well, who's the retention crew? Who's, who's the guys that we're going to look to have greater roles next year? So we want to see some of that this year because obviously this year you're trying to end the last quarter on a high note um, into the offseason. Whatever happens postseason, albeit the first thing is you have to you have to win these games. Right. But but what you can do in that process as though you're trying to find those different ways to create momentum, to create create a victory opportunity is utilizing guys in different roles and changing things up. Things that the other team has not seen, especially when you're talking about second-time matchups in Cleveland and Baltimore, right? Right, correct. You, you know, what are you going to do different from the first time to affect the outcome the next time? And so that's why I think when we're looking at George Pickens and targets that he may, that, that he might assume or at least draw attention for, talking about, um, talking about Connor Hayward and using him a little bit more than you use him. And, and obviously he's, he's progressed um, to getting those opportunities, but also Mark Robinson, who's been a healthy scratch. Um, this Like all of them have these capabilities that we want to see on display as well, as well as some of our second year guys and, and some younger guys, you know, you just want to see what do you have in the, in the tank, right? Right. We talked about DeMarvin Leal as well. I mean, that, that, that's, that's another that's guy. Yes. Yeah. That's another guy where we started to see it and and that elephant in Levon Kirkland type role. And then of course he, he gets on IR, but now he's back off of it. Chris Wormley's now on IR. So there's an opportunity there to see more DeMarvin Leal. The, Whereas I think it's tougher to find for Mark Robinson because you still have healthy linebackers that are in the lineup and contributing on a down by down basis. No doubt about it. I mean, Marcus Allen is a contributor. I mean, you know, you watch him on the yeah. special teams. He's a core four guy, does a, a good job, a very good job. And, uh, yeah. you know, um, the the interesting thing is just to find out where Mark is on the inside linebacker big because you know that uh, uh, Devin is going to be a free agent um, next year. You know, and it, yeah. it, whether Steelers bring him back or not, that's something to be determined. If it would be, you know, uh, something where later on, like with the uh, – Terrell Edmonds when they they bring him back after initially not doing anything you know so we'll see we'll see where he's at but I, Demarvin Leal is another guy that's interesting because he showed some great abilities playing that alpha elephant end but now they got him putting his hand in the dirt you know going from a three point and again it's a, a chance for him to show and grow in a in a position that you know you can take him one off season uh, he is going to I think he he's going to be one of those guys that makes that second year jump. Because he was he partially made that jump this year. Yeah, no, he he he, def, he definitely did, and and I think we figure out how how to how to word this. It it's the it, it it's the necessity of growth. Yeah, is that is that is that a good way of saying that'll it? work? That's that'll the work. The necessity of growth that you want to see from guys because every year, especially early on in your first four four years or so there has to be jumps yeah you know sometimes leaps yeah. you know <laughs> but 
you want to see those jumps happen. And then after that, it's the steady ascending arrow. Yep. So right now we're in the jump period. The other time now it's just it's just steady eddy. But those first four years are really important, you know, when you're talking about a guy who could be a long-term contributor. You've got to see the jump from year one to year two, year two to year three, and then year three to year four. There, There is a jump. It might not be as big as the first three, but it's a jump still in production or time on the field, reps earned. Like all of those things kind of matter into the equation. Exactly so. And now the equation says it's time to go. Break time. All right, we're going to step aside again. We're in the locker room. He's Wolf. I'm Starks. Ninja Jacob in the back. You're on SNR and ESPN Radio. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, welcome back, everybody. We're going to go right to the phones. The number is 412-919-1316. We've got Curious George. Curious George, you're in the locker room. That is Circus George. What do you mean, curious? I, I'm never curious. You know what? I, I misread cat. it. I misread it. My bad. How oh, you doing, George? Oh, haven't seen you. Oh, I, good. Excuse him, George. Sound, I apologize. I know. I come right out I of the apologize. break, and I screwed it up. <laughs> it's all good. So I'm kind of in Max's old stomping ground. I'm going to Lakeland to pick up a patient from Lakeland Regional Hospital at the moment. So it's rainy, and it's gray, and it reminds me of Pittsburgh, but it's much warmer. It's 75. Oh. I'm coming up for Christmas, and I'm going to the Raiders game. Oh. I'm going I'm going to be in the stands for the Raiders game. I cannot wait to watch. I'm, even if the team stinks, I cannot wait to watch. So Beautiful. who do I want to see play? Yes. I want to see a lot more of KZ or Kamikaze, as you like to call him. Oh, yes. 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 Kamikaze and is, a good, is a good one. A question that needs to be answered is, is – uh, Green, our starting center from last year, actually an NFL player. He needs to get in there and play. Other, you know, cut bait or fish. Well, the problem that needs with to that happen. Yeah, but here's the problem right now. You got Mason Cole, an established starter. You got a guy who's all season long has been pulling the sled from the front. Right. Um, and right. you know that's that right now. To me, that's not that's not something you can just jump into right now. You know, not along that, the same lines. Not even. Not being even active, he couldn't be brought in as a jumbo back uh, on a short yardage. That's really bad. That's that's saying something about a guy when you played the whole rookie year and you can't even come in as a backup, as a backup guard or something. Well, I, inactive. Let, let, me, let me put let me put it this way: I'm watching practice all season uh-huh. long. I've watched this young man regroup and reload and, and come fighting back and he's got some he's got some shortcomings in his game but he's addressing them he's working hard and i watched him yesterday uh they did some extra one-on-ones at the end of practice he was kicking butt 
I'm serious. Great. That's you know. Great now the now the point is right now you're not going to disrupt what's going on with the line and and hopefully they're developing that. as they move forward. But I still like the kid. I still like what he he presents. Well, I'd like to see him at least active. So if they had a short yard situation, they could bring him in. But if you're not even active, I mean, come on, guys. Well, get him active. Get him out there. You know, as as a, as the sixth guy when you're in short yardage back. But yeah, I, yeah, but I don't know. Not, what a, I'm not a coach. Yeah. Hey, what do I know? We we need somebody like Max, the six eight guy. You know, I mean, yeah. we go Kendrick is, is about as big as I am. <laughs> Mr. Pot calling the kettle black. Yeah, as Wolfie is so slim and svelte. Oh, jeez. I mean, really, guys. How bad was thank, that? Thank I didn't you. even think about that. Thank you, George. Thank you. Thank you, George, for defending very my welcome. honor in that one. <laughs> but, Anyways, but I'll think... be thinking about you when I'm in town. And it's a big city, but you never know. We might bump into each other. You never know. Absolutely, absolutely, brother. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, you so much. safe on the road down there in Lakeland, Dreadnought County. You know, that um, Circus George, Max, that is the guy who, he was a circus performer um, throughout his young life. I mean, he will tell you stories about, you know, just trooping along with the troops as they go from state to state and everything like that. And three performances yeah. a, a day in uh, Madison Square Garden or whatever. I mean, it was just, and he's, he's married into the Walenda family. You remember those, those tightrope walkers? Oh, the, 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 yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh. The, the, the flying Walendas, right? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, mean, exactly. do you remember when Nick Walenda went over the Niagara Falls Gorge? Dude. Oh. There was some epic videos. That was unbelievable. Back in the day, yeah, no, stuff I stuff I would never attempt. Wolf, are you Put kidding me? Way. You know, I mean, I watch him now, and also because you know I have family. I'm from you know Buffalo, and I, so going back there a few years ago, we went over to the Canadian side, and on the Canadian side was the remnants of one of the big um, stanchions where you know they tied the cable to on the Canadian side. You know what I mean? And it stretched over to the the American side. I mean, it was crazy because they had a piece of cable there from when Nick Walenda um, had has you know walked across the Niagara Falls Gorge, and as a is a monument like to that moment. You know, they got a plaque on it and everything. It was pretty crazy, man. Yeah, no, I, I mean it, it's something like I said, I will never attempt in my life, but I can <laughs> I, I can I can look with my eyes and appreciate others that can do that. Yes, I, from afar. Yeah, no. <laughs> from, from very firm ground and footing afar. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. Like, I can, I, I can, like, like, you know, because I went to the Niagara Falls as a kid on one of our family reunions. And, you know, you can kind of, you can go a little bit up north and kind of, you know, there's a stream, you know, we go fishing and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Once it came time to look at the water and then you're getting closer to that edge area. Had to turn away. Had yeah. to turn away. Had to turn it down. I, I like nope, 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 nope. Because my mind, I, I, my soul already went over and saw everything and came back and reported to me. <laughs> All right, let's move on. We got yeah, Everett. Let's, let's get Everett in the locker room here, buddy. All right. Hey, how What's you up, doing? Everett? Doing good. Doing good. How are good, you? Good to, good to hear you guys' voices. Very good. Hey, yeah, um, same here. My, uh, my uh, more more reps, more plays is uh, obviously Pickens. I, I just don't think we're utilizing him enough. Mm. But um, barring anything with uh, Kenny this week, I'd love to see Mason get a shot as well. 
um, I think he can do it. I would agree with you, Max. What do you say about that? Well, I, I am I I'm in the same boat here, Everett. Um, I I think I would love to see Mason have a shot at it. I think he's earned it, so to speak. And I think that when you're looking at creating different options, creating the mystique that Mike Tomlin is trying to create, I think that's it, it would be a good smoke and mirrors because, like you said, the spot duty last year. We talked about this earlier from last year going in when, when Ben had the COVID designation and could not could not be active on game day against the Detroit Lions. You know, you throw Mason in there with short reps, short opportunity, and he throws the ball 50 times in a game that strictly said run the football and maybe maybe throw some quick now passes, a couple of screens in there. He he, he chucked the ball around the field, around the yard 50 times with a 60% yep. completion percentage. So I think – Mason is primed and ready to be able to come in and handle this responsibility if chosen. I would love to see it. And like you said, maybe they could bring some preseason magic like when he threw that threw that touchdown pass in the corner mm. to George Pickens. Maybe that could come back into action just for one game. It was beautiful. I still remember it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. All well, right. Thanks for so. taking my call and doing your show, guys. Appreciate you, Everett. Don't be a stranger, buddy. We appreciate yeah. you having in the locker room here. Absolutely. Uh, Ninja, Ninja Jacob, was that Lawrence? We got, okay, we got Lawrence up next. Lawrence, welcome to the locker room, my friend. Hey, how you, how y'all doing? You doing okay? Doing okay. Listen, I enjoyed the show. I'm in, uh, Waysboro, uh, North Carolina. We're playing the Panthers this weekend. Oh, my yeah. cousin, DJ Moore, plays for the Panthers, though. I'm going to have my Fishburne gear on. I will have something representing, uh, the Panthers just for him. But I appreciate everything that Coach Tomlin and the guys are doing. They're a young team. You can call it rebuild, not rebuild. That's not in his DNA. He wants to win. So he, you're not going to hear him say rebuild. He's going to reload. Yes. But this is in his DNA to do what he's doing. So thank you so much. And just hey, thank Lawrence, you so much. Thank before you, you go, wait. Before you go, you say your your cousin is uh-huh. DJ Moore? Yes, sir. DJ oh, Moore. Okay. How are, how are you a Pittsburgh fan and not a fan of the Panthers? I've been playing with Pittsburgh since 1972 when they first played Minnesota. Uh, I have so much memorabilia from Pittsburgh. It's just hard for me to get rid of all. <laughs> 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 and I just love the team and the coach. I just love it, man. That's beautiful. That's me, that's Joe what... Green, LC Greenwood, Holmes. I can tell. I could name all of them. For you. Who's your favorite all-time Steeler? If you had a Mount Rushmore of Steelers, who would you throw in there? Are you there? Did we lose you, Lawrence? I think we lost him. Uh, uh, I think yeah. We lost oh, it's too bad. I, you know what? Because I'm that, always that, that fasc- was a good question. Yeah. Well, I'm fascinated by, you know, people that uh, you know. Why are you a Steelers fan? When you talk to Steelers Nation, when you get out there and you know, kind of find out what the connecting points in time and their history, their family, you know, it's it's a lot of fun to enjoy. And you know, him just talking about the history of the Steelers, how he's followed it for so long that though he's got family on another team, that he's still a loyal, you know, died in the wool Steelers fan. That's it's just kind of fun. Yeah, no, I mean that that's that's one of the things that I love about Steelers Nation, is that. You know, you, you places will pull you away from Pittsburgh, or you'll have you'll have that affinity, that moment that you can say, "I became a Steelers fan." Right. And even if family go elsewhere, 
hmm. and are represented, such as such as Lawrence with DJ War being his cousin. They got to pull forward, just like my pop. I mean, my pops, right? Right. I mean, he's an Ohio, he's an Ohioan through and through. He was a Cincinnati Bengal, right? And yet he would come to a game wearing my jersey. You know <laughs> yes. what I'm saying? You know that that those are the things that you know. I, I you know I love it, but you but he always has to have his jabs about the Bengals. Oh, of course. He's like, well, well he's like, well, well, back in my day, this, you know, the way this series is going. You know, it went a different way when I played. I said, I'm sure it did, Dad. And I'm sure. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, you know, if you lined up at tackle, I'd, I'd probably be. I said, I probably, I probably choke you too, Dad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, so, what are you gonna do? Yeah. You know, it, but it, but 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 that's what I love about the sport because it brings people together in uncommon circumstances and different backgrounds. And even if there is some, you'll find a compromise to get through the game. But you know at the end of the day, as soon as that game's over, if there is some type of tie to the other team, you kind of get over it. Just like you see households, right? Right. Where you'll see you'll see people that are married. One's a Ravens fan. One's a Steelers fan. Or one's a Bengals fan. The other one's a Cleveland. You know, it's, just, it's, it's like, you know, love knows no bounds. I mean, at the end of the day. <laughs> but, you know, it's just funny that you see, like, the house divided. Like, I, I love that down, down where I grew up in Florida, you know, because you'd have somebody who went to FSU and somebody who went to Florida, or somebody who went to Miami and another one went to Florida State. You know, you'd have this house divided. You know, one one game a year, we could we couldn't be friends. And hell, it happens to my cousin, my cousin Travis Johnson, because he played at FSU and I went to Florida. It was a whole mix up there about where we were going, and so my mom and my aunts would be like, "Well, we got to split this in half. Uh, well, half of us has to cheer for one of you." You know, and they would base it off of the home game. The home team would be how they'd have to do it. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, it, it's a beautiful thing, football, and what it brings, uh, you know, for us and for people because it's just it's a it's, it's just a different. It hits differently in your soul, and that fandom, whatever's going on in the outside world, doesn't matter. You're in a silo for those three hours where you get to root for your team or you get to root against the opponent. And it's the memories that you create off of that that makes it special. Absolutely, but it's that time again, Max. I know you 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 are you are the little, you're a little Molly clock clock watcher right now. You Jeez, know, no, no, just because I got it in my button. ear. The ninja was. Yeah, oh, okay. See, I I don't I don't get that. I think Jacob's scared of me. So um, <laughs> it's cool. No, hey, it's cool. You know but, what? Uh, <laughs> he yeah. fears nobody. He's a ninja. Oh. Oh, that is true. That is true. He works in a cloak of darkness. That's why he delivers his messages through you. Uh, <laughs> that's right. Poli hey, li listen. Political sabotage, right? You know, they got to get go. into You just never somehow. know. Hey, guys, but I have a mic now. I mean, we can't just keep coming after me. I know Max tried to throw me under the bus last week with the per or Presley Harvard bit, but I got the mic now. You can't just throw me under the bus yeah. anymore. There I'm not going to lay over is. like that. I knew it was there coming sooner or later. Got to punch back. You always got to test the ninjas, right? That's Make sure it. the skills are sharp. That's all it is. We That's attack, all. you know, when you think you've had your last hit on us, we attack when you least expect it. You were just coming at me. I was not, I was going to wait until you were done, and then there I was ready for the rebuttal. Wow. Yeah. I love it. All right. Well, now that now that I've been straightened out, we're gonna go ahead and step aside, <laughs> trying to avoid some ninja stars and blowguns uh, during the break. You're in the locker room with Wolf and Starks on SNR and ESPN Radio. <laughs>
This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, the bell lap coming up, Max. Taking a look at Carolina. They've now they've won two games in a row in three of their last four. Uh, this is their first winning streak since starting 3-0 and to begin the 2021 season. But the Panthers are 4-3 at home this year and 4-4 under interim head coach Steve Wilkes. You know, the, it starts at quarterback. Both teams have got one of these crazy quarterback situations. You look at Carolina, they've had four different quarterbacks throwing a pass this year. But right now it looks like Sam Darnold's the guy. Um, he has yet to throw an interception, but he's only thrown 43 passes in his two starts. That's crazy. Yeah, that is uh, <clears throat> a low amount. It lets you know that this team likes to run the football, Wolf. Yes. <laughs> well, we, we had to get around to that, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We did. We did have to get around to that. But like you said, out of the ashes, seems Sam Darnold's still there. Yes. Through all the fire and the smoke and – the sales and ship-offs, Sam Darnold still at Carolina Panther. He last he outlasted Baker Mayfield. He 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 he's he's there in the aftermath of post Christian McCaffrey, and they're, they're, like you said, they're still in position for a playoff run. They're they, you know it wasn't by accident that they got this two game win streak um, going, but at the same time, this this is this is a challenge. Um, one of the things, though, Wolf, I do look to is that the locale mm-hmm. is a, seems to be a very amenable locale for the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Steelers Nation. Um, just as we took over Mercedes-Benz Stadium in, in Atlanta, Georgia, right? Um, I, I have a sneaky suspicion, Wolf, that there might be a good contingent of Steelers <laughs> fans in the audience there in Charlotte, especially when you know the hitch, the history and the connection of the Carolina Panthers to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, obviously, when they were founded, it was through the help of the Roonies to get Mr. Richardson there, get a team in the Carolinas. Mm-hmm. And now, of course, a former Steelers investor um, in Dave Tepper is now uh, the owner of said team. And we seem to do well with guys who, who, who had the affiliation and location because that means that there are Steeler fans lurking in the Carolinas waiting for an opportunity to strike, just like a Panther, but in black and gold. <laughs> yes, exactly so. Look, this that is – um, That was a good scene set. That was a good scene It was. Set. We need to log that one. We need to log that scene set. That was very set. nice. Very <laughs> nice indeed. <laughs> you know, I look uh, at these guys, and we'll get deeper into it tomorrow and so forth, but Derek Brown is obviously a, a serious guy up front, but that Brian Burns – Defensively speaking, he's a guy that um, 10 and a half sacks, 28 tackles. He's got a forced fumble. Um, he's not the biggest guy, 6'5", 250 in his fourth year, but uh, he's a guy who's got a motor. Brian Burns has a motor. And listen, um, when we're talking about uh, houses divided, he's also a Florida State Seminole. You know, Is he I, really? I, yeah, yep, yep. He went to Florida State. He terrorized my Gators. Ah, um, okay. So, yeah, so I've seen a lot of Brian Burns. And um, and the one thing that, you know, Brian, he, he possesses, he has a great feel and knack for body mechanics. Um, so if you're going to be up against him, you must stay to balance. 
Mm -hmm. and you must maintain the half-man relationship on him. Because the second you start to lean a little bit to the outside <clears throat> or you get squared up with him and you give him a two-way go, it's tough sledding. It's tough sledding because he, he, he has the moves in the move tree that he that he can disengage from you, whether it's whether it's it's a shimmy to the outside and then swim back to the inside, mm -hmm. whether it's a rip off the edge, speed to long arm stab, like he has the full complement of moves that make it very tough. So as a tackle, you've got to have both your feet underneath you as as you're shuffling into position, and also you have to deliver solid strikes. You can't allow him into the body. Um, you know he's gonna want to he's gonna want to test you early with a bull rush. But at the same time, you have to be able to be stout and turn that bull rush away um, on the first glance. Because if not, he's going to come back with it. If he feels he if he feels he can uproot you, which meaning getting you off the ground with your feet, mm -hmm. where you have to get into that bull hop press, right? Or or you kind or you're one or you're one leg in the ground and you turn into like a turnstile, <laughs> like that. That's that that's that's when, it, that's when it becomes problematic, and yeah. that's where he's kind of thrived is being is getting offensive tackles off balance. You know, the hardest thing is that when a guy gets his body up alongside you throwing that uppercut and they try to uproot yeah. you, you got to really – I always I always used to punch the hip with my free arm because I'd punch yeah. him right in the hip because as soon as they tried to get alongside so they could uproot you, if you punch that hip, they can't beat you. You know, if you make oh. sure that you lock out on that near hip on the guy. Um, but and, and, of course, making sure he doesn't spin because that can lead to a spin too. Well, and the biggest thing is, like you said, when you come with that rip and you're kind of pressing the edge, the other thing is, Wolf, where that hand is mm -hmm. on the chest plate. On right. The, so, so as you feel it in that hand, you have to make sure that elbow doesn't flare. So you yeah. have to clamp that elbow down as yep. well if you're the offensive lineman because if you flare it, that's when he can get up underneath the armpit. Absolutely. So the biggest counter, like you said, is clamping that elbow down, which then, of course – locks the guy in place. I'm not going to say holds. Locks the guy in place. And then, like right. you said, use that offhand to manipulate that hip. It's either punch the hip, palm, you know, palm thrust and hit and hit into the hip and force him wider because if you don't, that's when you start to rotate and spin. And that's, mm -hmm. when, the, and that, and that's when the corner gets a lot shorter. So you have to make sure that you're being adamant about forcing your hip towards his hip while forcing his hip out while clamping the elbow down like that, that, that but that was a look at that we just we just held a clinic did we just hold a clinic well sometimes this is what happens when you got two old hogs talking about the the, the finer points of pass protection versus an uprooting uppercut jabroni who's pass rushing trying to make your life miserable <laughs> yeah exactly and, and I think everybody got a visual so I want you to go in the backyard everyone and go try that technique <laughs> Children are preferable. You don't want to get your wife out there, your spouse. No, no, um, that you know that can that can be too confrontational. You know, it, it <laughs> can. And and listen, nobody wants to sleep on the couch tonight. Okay, <laughs> nobody wants to sleep on the couch because you definitely you hit the hip too hard, and then it leads to an argument, or you clamp or you clamp down too far on the elbow. You know, it, it just it, it, let's avoid that. But you, you take some mental reps today. You know, <laughs> you're walking out. You're like, ah, it's miserable weather. What would I do if somebody was attacking me with a rip move? That's what that, you know. That, that's that's the type of thought process. Yeah, that, that's all we need. It's like Jason Bourne <laughs> at offensive tackle. You know, you got you got to make sure that yeah. you, you 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 pre you pre plan 
your movement. You know, you got you got to understand that. If you if you punch that hip, they can't get by it. Just remember that. You know? Nope, they can't. They can't. They, <laughs> where the hip goes, so does the body. Now you have to be careful they don't run over you. <laughs> but <laughs> that that is true. But we're talking about we're talking about edges. We're talking about edges. We didn't talk straight down the middle. You got to brace. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, you, exactly. You, you got to dip the hips low, and you and you got to get into a, you reestablish your base, you know. But you know, just, you know, I had this mental injury uh, imagery of guys going out like, "Hey, babe, I was listening to the radio. I just want to try something out here. Come on out here in the yard." <laughs> okay, we're gonna have to do a marriage clinic to make up for that yeah, tomorrow. Exactly, we have to do counseling sessions. Counseling uh, session. So, Four one two nine one nine one three one six. This is Doctor Max. I'm here to solve yeah. your problems. You know exactly. I told don't you, don't yeah. pass rush with your your bride. Okay. Do not, do not. That is not something. And then, don't, and then, if you get beat, you'll never hear the end of it as no. well. Well, that's so, true too. So there's like a lot of there's a balancing pride here that you have to manage. Oh, oh could you imagine that, that one? That would be oh, so yeah. bad. That's right. She she gets the rip move and then she just slides the corner on him. Yeah, that that would be bad. You well, fall over. It's not good. Anywho, anywho, that's the bell lap. That's yeah, that's the bell, the bell lap, lap there. Jeez, we finished out the show. <laughs> Another great one, Wolf. Uh, you know, if you missed any of our show, go ahead and download it on the iHeart Mobile app or uh, sorry, the iHeart Radio app or the Steelers Mobile app or wherever else you get podcasts. You can tune in to not only our show but we got the standard with Tom and Jacob. Hello, Jacob. And then we also have the Steelers Blitz hey, Max. with Wes and Motes. And we, have, um, and we have plenty of other shows that you can download. The Godfather dropped a podcast today. He drops them every Tuesday and Thursday as well. So go check out our whole SNR family of shows and podcasts. They're right there available at your disposal wherever podcasts are available. You've been listening to The Locker Room. Same bat channel, same bat time tomorrow. You've been in The Locker Room with Wolf, Starks, Ninja Jacob today. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Take care. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Compatibility. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.